421 on the DWS News Hour. Dave Leak is here. He heads up the Starkle Planetarium at Parkland College, as well as uh, other things that help us see the heavens. And he joins us now. You also read him in the News Gazette. Good to see you, Dave. Welcome back. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate you having me. Um, first things first, want to check on the basics. I haven't seen it in a while. Is the sun still out there? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen the sky in a long time. Isn't this spring been strange? It is It, it is horrible. Uh, but I, I understand that things could have been a lot worse for some of us here on this planet. And we dodged a bullet recently. Yeah. Actually, it was Saturday. Uh, it, this is something that uh, we didn't know about. In fact, we just found this thing a little before it, it made its closest approach. It's, it was an asteroid the size of a football field that passed halfway between the Earth and the moon. So actually between the Earth and the moon, that distance. And I mean, granted, that's still, you know, it's not like driving from here to Denver. It's, <laughs> it's still pretty far. But at the same time, uh, that's close by solar system standards. Yeah, that's a near miss in, mm -hmm. in, in those proportions. How often does that happen? Not very often for something this big. In fact, since we've been watching, somebody made the comment, and I can't quite back this up right now but because this just happened, but somebody said that this was maybe the largest thing that we've observed that has passed between uh, the Earth and the moon. You, how often do you th think about or hear about something like an asteroid, obviously not that size, but getting through the Earth's atmosphere to land? Well, it's estimated that maybe five meteorites hit the Earth a day. I'm not quite sure how they estimate that because you know farmers find them in their fields. But uh, are we so talking the size of a, a baseball yeah, or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anything larger than say a beach ball, there'll be enough after it passes through the atmosphere that will probably go ahead and hit the Earth. It won't be very big. It's not going to cause a lot of damage. Uh, a woman has been hit in the hip before, but otherwise, no. I think a dog was killed once mm. by a meteorite, but. Uh, Nobody's ever sustained a lot of damage from it. Are but, those uh, those that small? Can you track them? Uh, they're tough. They're yeah. tough to do. Uh, usually, uh, if they come through the atmosphere, they make a big, bright uh, splash in the sky for for just a few seconds. So it, sometimes you have people videotaping them with their, you know, they're out videotaping a football game, yeah. and they see one of these things in the sky. We are talking with Dave Leak, heads up the Starkle Planetarium and also a part of the local astronomy club that's opening up a new observatory in southwest Champaign County. want to get to that in just a moment, but since you're here and eventually we may get weather without clouds, I don't know if it'll <laughs> not, ever warm up. I'm not counting on it. But. <laughs> um, things that we want to watch out for here in the skies. Well, the brightest thing you can see in the west right now, provided, as you said, we do get clear skies, will be the planet Venus. It's going to look like a really bright star. And next to the sun and moon, Venus is the next brightest thing in the sky. And you'll be able to see it all through the spring and into the summer. It won't quite be in the same spot each time, but uh, the bright thing right after sunset will be Venus. And then rising in the southeast, oh, maybe 9.30ish, 10 o'clock or so, will be Jupiter. So, in fact, this summer we're going to have Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars all in the same sky. It ought to be quite a sight. That's not very often either? Not too often. I, don't, I can't tell you when it happened last, but when you get all of them in the same sky, since they're all moving, uh, some faster than others, then, yeah, when you get a site like this, we didn't really have any good planets in the sky over the winter, so I, we're due this. Now, with the big solar eclipse that happened at the end of last summer, have you and uh, your colleagues just been kind of going, well, this is going to happen, but meh, that's not as interesting. <laughs> Has there been a letdown after that big well, event? Maybe a little bit, but I, I think we got, as far as my colleagues go, we get excited about a lot of different things, And but it's, it's really keeping the public interested. For instance, this summer, Mars will be as close to us as it's been in the last 15 years, So, uh, which is it actually is quite 
uh, a rare thing. Uh, and we'll, we'll have observing sessions, maybe in some of the parks. It'll be so bright that there'll really be no need to go out to a really dark sky site. So I can tell you on August 3rd, we're planning on being at Meadowbrook Park in Urbana with a few telescopes offering some free public viewing. So July 28th will actually be when Mars is, uh, Mars is pretty close. Something like 35 million miles, which, you know, what's a few million miles between friends? <laughs> exactly. All right, you are opening up a, a new observatory in southwest Champaign County. Uh, this is happening uh, officially, what, this Saturday? And, and tell yeah, us about it. Yeah, this Saturday at 3, we're going to do a little ribbon cutting. What we did is uh, we just about, oh, three years ago, started to do a little brainstorming. You know, what do we want uh, for our club? And we thought we'd raise some money and uh, and built this thing. And it, it doesn't look like a standard observatory. Uh, you, know, you usually think of an observatory as being with a dome, and we've got one of those too. But it wasn't ADA accessible, and you couldn't get that many people inside. This is actually a shed. It's going to look like a large 24 by 30 storage shed, but it's got these rails that run off to the north, and you click a little motor, and the roof actually rolls off to the north, revealing this big square area. So you're looking at the whole sky with walls around you. It's not like a little dome with a slit in the ceiling. And then you can you have permanent telescopes there, or do you bring in your own? And I can do both, uh, right? We we've allowed room to expand. We've got a couple of telescopes in it now. One of them is one of these they call them go-to telescopes, where once you get it set up, you can just kind of press a button and say, "I want to look at this nebula," and it'll automatically slew and find it for you. So we'll be able to do a lot of stuff with that. How is the light pollution out there in southwest Champaign County, or lack thereof? Um, truth be told, it could be the dark skies could be darker. The problem that we have is anywhere here in Champaign County, we're going to have, you know, there's always going to be a building with a light on it. And if we went out farther away from town, we would uh, be in darker skies, but also not as many people would use it. Right now, we're about a 20-minute drive, so it's kind of a trade-off. Darkest spot in the county really is up at the Middle Fork Forest Preserve. Oh, so, yeah. But that's a good 45, 50-minute drive. It's a big county. Where exactly is this located? This is located southwest of Champaign, southwest of Willard Airport. It's south of the Monticello Road on County Road 700 East. And we'll be out there, as long as it's not pouring rain, about 3 o'clock on Saturday to do a little ribbon cutting, give some people a tour while it's still light. But then after dinner, probably about uh, 8, 8, 8.30, we'll uh, actually have a free open house and use some of the instruments. And this is all being put together by the Champaign-Urbana Astronomical Society, and it is an affiliate group of the Champaign. District. And again, the ribbon cutting is this Saturday at 3 o'clock, and public is invited to attend long term. Is it something uh, folks have to notify you they want to come use, or will you have it open at certain times? We have this. It's, it's open to our membership, and anybody can join our group. We uh, have public open houses once a month. We try to time it with the first quarter moon. So it's a Saturday closest to the first quarter moon, which happens to be this weekend. And uh, we find that especially kids love to see moon craters. So uh, any member can actually go out and use it during you know, any other time if they'd like to. Once they get training, we don't want people to hurt themselves. But, um, but yeah, we'll have public open houses all through the summer. Before we let you go, what's coming up at the Sterco Planetarium out at Parkland? Oh, at the Planetarium. Well, we're running programs on Friday and Saturday night through April and May. We're going to open up solar superstorms in May. Right now we have a, an 8 o'clock show on Friday and Saturday about the search for planets going around other stars, which is kind of interesting. You know, there's like over 3,700 planets going around other stars.
I had counted up 3,600 myself, so I, I did <laughs> not know that extra 100, 100 more, out there. Yeah. And then uh, in June and July, like we've done before, we uh, we shut down our Saturday programs, but we had uh, Tuesday afternoon and Thursday morning matinees for the kids. Very good. Dave Leak, always great to have you. Appreciate you spending some time with us. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate the opportunity. Dave Leak heads up the Starkle Planetarium at Parkland College and also part of the Champaign-Urbana Astronomical Society new observatory opening up this weekend. We're back with local news after this.